Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors die, just reacting to the Toronto Raptors, 118 to 108 victory against the Atlanta Hawks, Riker, we have secured the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. Let's get the balloons going. Let's get the celebrations going for this one tonight. Shout out the Orlando Magic for taking down the Cleveland Cavaliers to make it official. We are not going to be in that play-in tournament. We are going straight to the playoffs and Riker to, to top things off. The Chicago Bulls also lost tonight. So we are sitting down. Haven't officially lost yet. They're still playing. I'm calling. I'm booking it in. They're they're losing it by the time people are watching this after. They're going to lose this game. And we're going to be sitting <coughs> soundly in that fifth seed in the East. How are we feeling about this game, Riker? Because this is one of the better games of the season, it felt like. You know, for the Raptors, morale-wise, even though we didn't have the, the greatest performances from a lot of our players. Yeah, seriously. I, I just met uh, one of the underwriters at my company. And he's probably similar age to us. He said he was going to watch this game live tonight. And what a game did he watch live? Because Ben, fourth quarter, electric, huge lull, five, six-minute drought. The Raptors just could not score. And then Fred Van Vliet comes up clutch. Scotty Barnes comes up clutch. The intensity in the arena was crazy. This and the Miami Heat game, both playoff atmospheres. We're so close to it now, Ben. Oh, and to not be in the the play in to prove haters wrong, including myself, who called seventh or eighth seed at the beginning of this season before the season started. You said fourth or fifth. So Ben, we're 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 in a good place right now. I did say fourth, <laughs> so we got. I, a I wanted bit to give you the benefit there. We got <laughs> a little bit of work to do, but I said fourth, and then I said I think I said four through one, but um, fourth is really where where we're rocking out with. But what a game! What a game, as you mentioned, for this Toronto Raptors team, and lots of stories in this one. Lots of you know suspense, just little narratives throughout this. So we got a lot to dive into, sink our teeth into with this game. But the first guy we got to talk about making his all-NBA campaign. Pascal Siakam continues against solid competition, against the upper echelon teams in the league. I know the Hawks are in the play-in tournament right now, but they've been on a hot streak. They're getting their guys back. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. They got the likes of Okongwu, Clint Capella, all those guys in the front court, and Siakam played some bully ball. Balled out tonight, 31 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists for Pascal, two of, 12 of 23 from the field, remarkably efficient. Marcel's in the chat saying, we the Cheeks, we the Pascal Spicy P Cheeks, whatever you want to rock out with. How are you feeling about Pascal Siakam in this game? What was it? 31, 13, 6. Big numbers surpassed mm. Chris Bosh for most. They come up with very obscure stat lines. Seven times that he had 30 and eight, I believe. I might be lagging a little bit here for some reason. But Ben, either way, he eclipsed Chris Bosh. He eclipsed some other Raptors record. Things are going well in Pascal land. I, I think I'm definitely frozen. You take it back. I think your audio is still coming through. Your, your audio is still coming through. But if people can't hear you, okay, you're frozen now. But um, Pascal Siakam was absolutely remarkable in this game. He came out. He was driving the lane. Those floaters, those semi-spins, those three-foot shots are just... Right, they're unstoppable. Regardless if you're seven foot five, Clint Capella with those long arms trying to swipe at him. If he goes in, stops on a dime, shoots that pull up, and then you know you commit to it, he just has this immaculate footwork to just step around or spin around, and he's getting to his spots. And 
you know, Pascal Siakam occasionally missed those shots, you know, those, because they're not automatic layups, they're sort of two, three feet away from the rim, but they have been absolute money since December of this year, and it, it's kind of unstoppable, it's like that Kawhi midi down there, Riker. Yeah, 100%, Ben, the transition or the evolution from being trolled, that spin move, that spinny P meme, to now being a very unstoppable shot in his arsenal. Obviously, down the stretch when they did that switch, brought Hunter probably their best wing defender, or their best big man defender at least, onto Pascal Siakam and then started really collapsing the defense. Made it a lot harder for him to get his shot off. But if you're able to put in a 30-point performance, maintain a lead from first to third, and then have the rest of the guys step up in the fourth, I mean, that's as good as you can ask for Pascal Siakamu. Stuffed the box sheet tonight, and then also was looking like an all-NBA guy, man. Looking absolutely elite. And something we talked about a lot at the beginning of the season, then it just became sort of natural. We became, we became used to it, Riker, and the boxer never goes out. But six assists for Pascal made some clutch dimes in this one to Chris Boucher, Precious Achua, all the guys. And that's something that we're really going to need out of our star guy because Pascal, occasionally in the past, and this was a big issue with him sort of playing out there, is he go in and he kind of get his head down and then he forts something up. And when the doubles come and he can't really work out of the paint. But now coming into the playoffs, that passing ability is the best it's ever been in his career right now so that's a another another sort of dimension to his offensive game that's going to be prove crucial during the NBA playoffs if he continues this level of play so shout out to Pascal Siakam being a lead out there but Riker get a little drum roll going sir get that uh get that little drum roll rocking because tonight the one the only the Scotty Barnes award it's going to none other than who else could it be who else could it be the, tonight, Scotty. Scotty. The criteria is fluid, and tonight it's going to the guy that's going to win Rookie of the Year. It's probably could have been the criteria all season long. Uh, Kenny For Real came out and gave his award to, to Scotty Barnes out there on YouTube, so you know it's legit. It's not just us pushing the hype train, but 19 points, 14 rebounds, and assists tonight. Remarkable defense, clutch shots, only 13 shots, 7 of 13 from the field, knocked down a 3 in this one, but Scotty Barnes just takes what he's been given and does it perfectly. That's that's the only real way to put it with Scotty Barnes at this point in his career. Yeah, 100%. And if you're looking at rookie ladder, of course, Cade Cunningham might be the most skillful right now, mm -hmm. but he's so far away from being a difference maker and a win or a loss for the Pistons, right? Obviously, the rest of the team isn't necessarily strong either, but it, it, he's so far out of where Mobley and Scotty Barnes are for the impact on their team, still in a position to win. Mobley goes down. Cleveland Cavaliers are a little bit shaky. Scotty Barnes, right? We're starting to let this game slip. It's tied. It's back and forth. He comes up with that huge offensive rebound, which is what I was saying needed to happen last game. Yep against the Miami Heat that he needed to be under the basket. What does he do? Gobbles up a bunch of offensive rebounds. I think 14 rebounds total on the night. I don't know how many of those brought six. Six were offensive rebounds. He's a big body. He finishes. He has great touch under the basket, Ben. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, without a doubt. And to run through a couple of other guys, our star boy, Gary Trent Jr., 
playing solid. You know, one of six on the three-point line, which is tough. But I thought played a sound game otherwise. Knocked down some middies, 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. Probably with Fred Van Vliet out, you could have had a little bit more going for uh, for Gary Trent Jr. there. But the guys off the bench, Thad Young, Chris Boucher, Precious Achua, get the little propaganda going. But our triad of power forwards off the bench just come in and completely change the game for the Toronto Raptors. They up the energy, they get everything rocking. Boucher we'll talk about first, I guess. 18 points, seven rebounds, getting some some boards. What are you what are you giggling at, sir? We I just gotta pause to say that it's hilarious that our three <laughs> bench players are all power forwards that don't handle the ball. Like there are three guys coming off the bench. We have no shooting guards, no small forwards, no point guards off the bench. We play three power forwards off the bench and they're impact guys. It's great. It works. Hey, Precious is trying to make his way to a point guard, which we will talk about. We will talk about, but give some love to Chris Boucher because he was great in this one. Yeah. Oh, hey, all love to Chris Boucher. Those were hype threes. Maybe his most hype threes of the season because the crowd they were on the edge of their seats he's taking fade away leaning corner threes making them cash i mean it couldn't have been a bigger stage for this guy to ball out and of course the free throws were atrocious but if he's going in there's one thing that's going to be consistent it's not his actual performance it's his confidence yep. man and that's all we need Confidence is all you need from Chris Boucher balling out. But I think the guy that was the most intriguing in this game was Precious Achua. He came out with a mission tonight. Weird box score. I don't know if I read out Boucher's box score. 18 and 7 for Chris Boucher, 7 11 from the 7 11 from the field. Boucher balled out. Precious had 11 points, two rebounds, four of eleven from the field. Oh well four from the three-point line. A couple of bad air balls, but we'll talk about one of them in the in the segments. But he came out with a mission he the first quarter this guy was running like prime mellow ready to just drive force his way through whoever i don't know if someone talks some smack on the atlanta hawks or he was just mad that he had a poor game against his former team but he made some plays at the start of this one again those three foot five foot shots that just look horrific he made a couple of those he had one where he had four guys on him and then you know in precious fashion dribbles it out you know tries to dribble through traffic then realizes, oh, there's only two guys on me at this point, and runs straight back in and gets an and one. Had some monster dunks. What do you see out of Precious Achua tonight? I love the mentality. That's another guy with unlimited confidence. Yeah, well, we're going to get the motor running of all of our players at the best time, the best possible time. And if we're able to lock in that fifth seed, we're probably playing Milwaukee or Philly. And now our next game is against Philly, so that'll be a fun test. We'll see if they play Embiid. We'll see if they play Harden. I suspect one or both of them will get rested, but I'd much rather be locked in at that fifth, play one of those two opponents, because that's where that good matchup is for Precious, for Boucher, yep. right? When they're not as... You don't have as many small forwards guarding that yep. four spot. You have more traditional power forwards that are going to guard those guys where they can really display their talents, which is very unorthodox style <laughs> basketball, which is really hard at times to talk about, but it's really fun to watch if yeah. it's going. If it's not, yeah. it's it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. But uh, And another guy that has an unorthodox game about him is Thaddeus Young off the bench. Seven points, eight rebounds in this. Lots of hustle from Thad. I just love what I see from this guy. I don't know. I love him. I, I don't yeah. know, you know, because he has a couple of bad, just horribly missed layups occasionally. But other than that, he's just so sound. He's so relaxed. He he is 
you'd think this guy is 19 hustling for a for a late round roster spot the way he plays because he is going after every loose ball every ball that's in the air for more than two seconds Thad's at least getting a hand on it and he goes down makes the right passes and you said you know no ball handlers off the bench but you know obviously <laughs> Precious is going to handle the rock however he is but I look at Thaddeus Young as almost a point forward on our on our squad it's you know, he's not perfect by any means, but I love this pickup for the Toronto Raptors. I'm so happy we traded for him. Yeah, perfect would probably be a shooting guard, get a little bit more shooting depth off the bench. But I would say Thaddeus Young is a close second <laughs> in terms of his ability to come in, really settle down Boucher, settle down Achua. Him playing with the starters is a plus. And even though his form is so tragically broken, he's still a bit of a threat from outside the perimeter. So he's not a bad player by any means. You can play him at any time in the fourth quarter if you want, which is always the fear of bringing in a big is, are they going to be kind of a negative asset when you have to play that small ball lineup? Not the case with him or any of our power forwards off the bench. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> Honestly, and I think I said in the previous podcast, but I wouldn't mind Thaddeus Young starting, right? I love the just unpredictability of, uh, of Boucher and, uh, and Precious off the bench, but in these games, obviously without OG Ananobi, Thaddeus Young, I'd like to see him get some more run with the starters, with the veterans, to see what happens, because I feel like that's what playoff basketball ends up reverting to, so I wouldn't mind seeing some reps with uh, Thaddeus Young and more of those starting unit players as we inch closer and closer to the postseason, but Riker, uh, also I do want to shout out Ken Birch, minus 11 for this game, interestingly enough, I thought this was one of his better games since coming back from injury, 5 points, 8 rebounds, a couple of ferocious blocks on Trey Young, but again, the, the the triad of power forwards off the bench have sort of eclipsed Ken Birch at this point, at least in the, the eye test and everything. But we'll see. Obviously, veterans usually end up performing better in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But Riker, it's time to swing into the segments. And tonight, the spicy P-Lay of the day. My goodness. We have a lot of candidates in this one. We brought up Precious Achua throwing down a couple of just thunderous jams against uh, against this Atlanta Hawks team as said he came in motivated ready to rock but there was a there was a sort of narrative with Fred Van Vliet running through do you want to describe the the Fred Van Vliet shot to end this one down oh oh what was he one for 10 one for 11 one yeah. for 11 and lots of bricks ice cold if you were playing 2k the ice cube animation i don't know if they still have that it's been a long time since i played 2k but used to be it's very difficult to make a shot when you've missed that many in game but just like last game he will not stop shooting and i think jack armstrong said it best rather peak late than peak early <laughs> and he shoots clutch shot really silences i guess the atlanta hawks bench and particularly trey young who was up to his usual silence the bench sir silence the atlanta bench it was pretty noisy in the arena other than that ben did i capture it well or do you want to add some excitement to that recap no that's a quality recap fred van vliet hoisting up in and out in and out great shots great looks the heart and soul of the the fan base just constantly up and then ripped apart, and then finally to end the game. Gives us that satisfaction of one of those buckets rattling in to ice the game, as you said, against old Trey Young. So 
Definitely a... That's gotta be the spicy PLA of the day. Shout out Fred Van Vliet. The confidence, you love to see it. You don't mind missing all those shots. If, he's, if you're gonna make the one, that matters, right? That's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. That's it. Not all plays can be the spicy PLA of the day. And some just make you say, oh, geez. And tonight, the oh, geez play of the day. There's a there's a few it could go to in this one. Do you do you have any OGs in mind off the top? I got one off the cuff. Mr. Bogdanovich. I, I just pronounced that wrong, didn't I? Bogdan <laughs> you Bogdanovich. Hey, you got it. You got it. Thank you. Double teamed corner instead of passing takes. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. A weird pull up kind of leaner hit the backboard a real clunker out of bounds worst kinds of shots especially when your team is kind of in it and you have guys like trey young and Huerter who were shooting well or at least Huerter was shooting well all night Herter, however you pronounce his name ben awkward play that's my ogs do you have something raptors related yeah there there was a there's a few shots hit by the the atlanta hawks that little run that they went on was was pretty brutal but you know I like to I like Scotty Barnes at the end of this one, sealing the deal. You know, usually you run out the clock at the end of the game. Scotty says, "I'm going up with the left. I'm getting my buckets." And there's a couple moments like this down the stretch of the game. Scotty Barnes, you know, usually you run out the clock. I guess it was close, so you don't want them to foul free throws, take the easy two. So that one wasn't too bad. But you know, usually at the end of a game when a team is fouling, right, you want the ball in the hands of uh, your best free throw shooters, right? Precious Achua. Not one of our best free throw shooters, but he got the ball. Fred VanVleet was there. I think Gary was there. A couple of guys, like, directly in his eyesight were right in front of him. And Precious, he, like, no one was around him at that point yet. Kind of pass fake to them and then said, you know what? I'm, I'm getting these points. I'm, I'm boosting my stats in this game right here. So that made me say, oh, geez. Shut up, Precious. The, the one ben, thing. this is the thing. We shot almost exactly 66% from free throw. Free throw. Free throw range is what I was going to say. <laughs> the free throw attempts were dreadful tonight. From through and so free throw range. So every two out of three was a make. So you're thinking to yourself, would I make this layup more than every two out of three times? The answer is yes when you're Scotty Barnes in the paint. Yeah. So you go for that bet. You don't risk those free throws. That, that's fair. But you know, I just love I love rubbing it in. I love rubbing it. It makes makes me feel good. But uh Riker, the one, the only it's becoming infamous, the Paul Pierce Golden Kazoo Award of the evening. Do you have one in mind? No. I have a you. little. I have a little one I want to throw out there, and it's going to the basketball gods. Because Malachi Flynn came out, got seven minutes in the fourth quarter or in the second half of this game. Delano and him split their runs. We're trying to find someone to play those backup shooting guard minutes, and Armani Brooks seems to have fallen out of the rotation. Even though I think you and I were, were impressed with his performances, but obviously Del, uh, Malachi Flynn was balling out before he went down with injury. Had a tune-up game there at the 9:05. Looked, or at least the stats. We didn't watch it, but the stats didn't look good in that one. I don't even poor efficiency, all that, and then came out in this game. Didn't look too, too sharp. I thought he played some solid defense. He was hustling, but ran into some defenders at, at some point. Had a one turnover and one that like was close to being a turnover at seven points. Zero, uh, zero shot attempts. It seemed like he only got a couple of touches, and then each touch, it was just a little bit of chaos. I'm th throwing into the basketball gods for just 
Messing with my guy Malachi. What are, what are we gonna do with Malachi? Give we gotta give him some run to end off the season, especially if we've locked in a playoff spot, because I think he could be a valuable piece off the bench during the playoffs. Perhaps. I'm just looking at yeah, they got Lou Williams, they got DeLon Wright, Trey Young, a lot of guards on this Atlanta Hawks team. So of course, when we only have a handful of guards that actually are in our rotation, that's a big burden for Fred Van Vliet to be running around, especially when guys like Trey Young have the ball in their hands all game long. So it's a lot of activity for Fred Van Vliet. I'm not surprised Malachi came into this game, but I just don't see him in the playoff rotation. I don't see even Ken Birch in the playoff rotation, except as kind of that substitute when there's some foul trouble, Ben, but not something we need to necessarily dwell on. We got some interesting things to chat about in the final alarm. So let's sound it off. We have a lot of fun things to chat about. Let's let's get into it. The final alarm has sounded, folks. You guys know what that means. You guys know what that means. We gotta gotta get a little like spike going in honor of that uh that final alarm. We wanna hear what you guys have to say in the chat. See what you, see what you're thinking. Obviously, fun times in Raptors land, but Riker, we have a we finally. Obviously, you and I were hyping up for felt like a month and a half trying to give away a fire hoodie, and our guy Alex finally came through with the well. He won he he won the award. He won the 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 hoodie. I don't have the graphics still up, but he finally sent in the video. Shout shout out shout out our guy Al. Let's uh let's let's play this video. <laughs> hey, what's up guys? Uh just making this video to thank Raptors Digest, Ben and Riker, for hooking me up with this dope ass sweater. Here it is, as you can see it. I don't really have great camera equipment, so I'm just filming it on my phone. Uh got it to a true fan. See I got the Scotty Barnes jersey, signed OG, and got a new one for the collection. Thank you very much. Shout out Ben, shout out Riker, shout out Joshy Ice, shout out Jenny Driscoll, and thank you very much. <laughs> really took a weird turn the at the end. <laughs> the Trojan Horse, shout out our guy rocking out the hoodie, quality stuff. Gave the shout outs to, to you, myself, you, Joshy Ice. Happy birthday to Joshy Ice too. We can get the balloons going for Joshy. Joshy on his birthday. Definitely send him a message. Send him saw a bunch of super chats going to Joshy Ice. Deserves it. Killing it on those live streams. And also shout out to Dr Jenny Driscoll. Driscoll. <laughs> oh, memes. Legends never die, Ben. <laughs> like the the editing, the poor camera quality, and then the the hyper cuts of just random anarchy. I mean, that's one way to send us in a video. We were waiting. We were saying, how long does it take to just record yourself wearing a sweater saying thank you for the sweater? Well worth the wait. He over-delivered on this one. Thank you, Alex. Not Josh, obviously. There was a little bit of confusion. Who yeah. <laughs> really got the sweater. So it's been put to bed. We look forward to the next uh, giveaway. Interesting one, Ben. Yeah. No, shout out, shout out, shout out, Alex, for sending this video. Lots of lots of stuff. You got a milky birthday wish for Joshy Ice in the chat. So love to see that. Love to see those milky birthday wishes. But uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see what people are saying. Scooby Doo saying Kem did good today. You said Kem's not going to be in the playoff rotation record. No, not as a starter. Of course not. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we have too many too many bigs when OG and Nobi's back to 
to rock out with there. Zane saying Riker's worst mistake was mentioning his crush on Jenny two years ago on a live pod. <laughs> <laughs> My crush is a uh, teen year old. And the funny thing is, it Bro, wasn't you a were, crush. You were like 12. You were 12. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, as a 12-year-old. And the funny thing, it wasn't a crush. Like, she wasn't the girl that I had my eyes on. She was just happened to be a girl that talked to me while we were on a travel trip with the boys team and the girls team. And I got so panicked that a girl gave me attention and that I shouted at her. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's basically it. We've just ran with it. It's been a you gotta, good time. You got to run with that stuff. Saying saying it's a worst mistake. I think it was the the best the best thing on the, the go best, steven the saying steven wong saying i'm not sure if ben and Riker even know what a vh vhs tapes are i feel so old well Riker, you and i felt old before this this podcast you got a little little story to, to throw out there that's true that's true i've been on a college high i'm watching ncaa women's basketball championship game i didn't catch the men's game Watch the women's game, though. So I guess, obviously, your phone listens to everything that you do. So now I'm getting a lot of Instagram stuff on the McDonald's All-Americans and college-related stuff, high school stuff. They were doing a challenge. Respond to the lyrics. Easy, medium, hard. Easy, 50 cent, into club. Everybody should know that. Medium, forever, break. Half of them didn't know that. That was a little bit awkward. Hard. Can't tell me nothing, Kanye West. Nah, 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 wait till I get my money, right? None of them knew it except for Mari Bailey. How old are we that Kanye West, classic Yeezy, is not even known by the youth of tomorrow? Blows my mind. Bro. I'm 22. How am I like an old head knowing Kanye? You're a boomer. I'm You're a, a boomer, boomer, guys. You're a I, boomer. Did, I did a, have you ever seen my, like, this is my like grade six dunk tape. For, uh, I did it to the background of Can't Tell Me Nothing. I got the, the seven and a half foot rim of my backyard throwing down some yams. Can we post this on one of our videos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's some there's some nasty dunks in that from uh, yes. grade seven, Ben. That's That might top my actual mixtape on YouTube. So Pre-ACL injury, Ben. Pre-ACL. Pre-just puberty, Ben. When he really. was all hops. <laughs> no height, but all hops. That's what that's what you want to see, <laughs> but uh, the chat the chat is popping off right now. Scarlet's calling you simp, Riker, for yes. yelling at a chick. Yes, <laughs> I, think I think that's actually the opposite yeah, I think of it's the a simp power move, play, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're playing 4D chess with that there. But uh, Ken plays better in the playoffs. Game slows down more half court. Predator Kingdom. I see what you're saying, but can't shoot the three. Sag off. Modern day playoffs. That might be tough. Kem isn't the most mobile of guys. Uh, M Dog One Two Three Gaming is saying hot take. Nets ain't make it out of the playing. That's not a hot take, sir. That's a that's something you, myself, and probably Riker all agree. Do you agree? I don't agree. I I went at you to say super stardom usually wins games in the playoffs, but I'd love to see them miss the playoffs because okay. that would be great. Okay. I like it. I like it. Someone saying Scooby Doo says post if you get eighty likes. We get to what's a what's a re- nice like rate? One thousand likes. One thousand likes. We were gonna start the OnlyFans. We got a thousand likes on. Oh a, god. On a live stream. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Apparently Ben Simmons is also out for uh for this uh till for the playing and stuff. So probably won't see Ben Simmons all year. Love to see that. 
Uh, Kawhi is back for the Clippers gym today. Man, how brutal oh. would it be for like the Grizzlies or something? Obviously making the two seed. Come out and they got to face Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Norman Powell potentially for a... <laughs> <laughs> for their first round matchup that i'd feel horrible for for the old grizzlies yeah yeah not gonna happen if he's come back to the gym i mean just don't see the cardio or anything being there to be able to return for the playoffs but we'll see what happens skip bayless said like a month ago that he's back to playing five on five out of that I, oh. I don't know what what insider skip bayless got on Kawhi leonard he, he talks about stories of him talking to Oh, what was that guy's name? The uncle. Uncle. Oh, I don't know, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, the the Kawhi's manager that pulled him out of a championship situation. Whatever his name, whatever the uncle is, Uncle Dennis or something. Oh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah Uncle Dennis. What a what a yeah. loser. What a loser. Yeah, uncle. I mean, could have ran it back. Instead, you go and you get a couple of injuries. You're nowhere near the championship in L.A., you know. What could have been? Could have been. He's truly a Toronto Raptor. That's his legacy. What's this news on Rudy Rudy uh, Gobert? Rudy Gobert, sir. Apparently, the Raptors are interested. They're targeting Rudy Gobert this this off season. If he obviously obviously the wow. Jazz sort of flame out in the playoffs once again, which a lot of people are expecting, given they're expecting. currently matched up with the Mavericks or the Warriors or one of those teams. So, yeah, could be a cool pickup. Trade no G for him though. Would you do that? Would you do that? Well, here's the thing. It would be probably a positive to the team because Sky's multi-time defensive player of the year. So obviously you're shoring up that kind of interior defense that we've somewhat been missing. It's been tightened recently that yep. all of our guys are coming back. They're healthy. They're working together. The chemistry is good. But it would be a huge L from a culture perspective. And not just that Rudy Gobert is practically needing to be dealt because of his issues with integrating with the team in Utah, but because OG is literally the culture definer in Toronto, right? It goes DeMar and Lowry. They set the precedent for winning, but OG is culture on this team. He scarves. He's, you know, he's Serge Ibaka. He is Scotty Burns. He's Gary Trent Jr. Right. Yeah. OG is kind of influencing all these guys to be cool and, and everything. So it'd be a big elf for culture. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it would hurt my soul, even though, and he's younger too. He fits the timeline a bit better. Like logically short term, you probably have to say go bear, but then you consider the contract and all that stuff. I, I'm rocking out with OG, but I don't want to be too, too delusional. Right. But I'm, I'm an OG guy. I'm an OG stand, but we do have a super chat coming in. From Rahul saying, I would like to help you guys out with Jay's Digest. Shout out, Good Rahul. man. Shout out, Rahul. Shoot us a message on, uh, shoot, shoot me a message on uh, IG, Ben Rogers 1, Raptors Digest. Message. I cleaned up all the IG uh, requests. I responded to a bunch of people from like messages like three years ago that we just missed that were in our deep request folder. I'm in isolation for COVID, so, uh, well, I'm out tomorrow, so that's exciting. But, uh, but, uh, Spent my time doing that stuff because we miss so much stuff because that's just a complete mess in there. So yeah, shoot us a shoot us a message. Email us at raptorsdigest at gmail.com if you don't have a that. And that, I guess that goes for everyone in the chat. You want to help join out the join the squad? We are growing different channels left, right, and center. Want to help out with the IG posts, Twitters, whatever whatever you're feeling. Slide into the old DMs of of your boys. So that's what uh, that's what we love to see. Uh, chat's been popping up. Appreciate the super chat as well. 
Jazz our first round exit. That's true. Scooby-Doo is saying, can you give me lots of money and I'll donate it to you? No, because YouTube takes like 6%, what do they take? Like 30% of Super Chat. So we'd be losing like hundreds of millions of dollars on that transaction. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something we clearly have. Yes, six hundred million dollars. <laughs> and Rahul's coming back with another super chat. We're having our we're doing a recruiting session in the chat right now. Like, Rahul, I sent you a message on Instagram an hour ago. Well, I should definitely check my Instagram then, because I don't have noties on there. So I will respond to that promptly, following the the podcast upload and fun stuff. But Riker, chat's kind of going wild. Frozen saying Toronto FC digest. What was C C E B L digest? What what digest would you like to sort of start off spin off if you could have one? The wildest one, even you can. Then talk to me after the playoffs, big dog. We're 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 jumping around to other things here during the Raptors playoffs, and we just we clinched. We got too much to focus on here right now. We don't need to be spinning off the MLS digest. (laughs) MLS digest, bro. Chess digest. That's what I'm saying. Chest. Okay, actually, I take it back. I would love to see a chess digest next. Yo, chess YouTube channels underrated. Following just historic <laughs> games of chess, man. There's this Russian dude that I watch, puts out some quality, quality stuff. So that's a might have to take on from that. Goldbear is a baby. We don't need that bum. That's what Teflon's saying. <laughs> would you rather Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert for sure. Really? elaborate i'm always skeptical on offensive players that could have a down season right an injury could get them whatever but rudy gobert his game is just to exist right he's had success he's earned his supermax contract just from being a 12 and 12 guy and having that presence in the paint blocking one or two shots per game that's enough to earn him defensive player of the year multiple times in the nba so you put him around a team that's already defensive oriented that already has talented scores and pascal siakam gary trent jr and scotty burns the likes and then you put a big lumbering huge gigantic seven foot two guy in the mix i mean that's a recipe for a championship Obviously, you could make a similar argument for Donovan Mitchell that having more offensive firepower could be a good thing, but I just I don't see it as sure as having uh, an excellent center. I see what you're saying. I, don't know. I feel like for right, like, for would the... you prefer Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid? Tatum. I, see, I'd again go for the big okay. because to me, uh, having a big is just more unstoppable than having a small forward. And you can also think about it from a defensive perspective. It's like how how many people could defend the small forward position versus how many could realistically defend the center position. I see what you're saying. I like I get I get it, but you're given a max contract to someone, right? You're given that max contract. That that's huge bread. And we've seen this season. You can defend the rim. I guess playoff time, we'll we'll see how this experiment plays out. But you can patch together things at the center spot, right? It's valuable to have a big center, right? They're, they're not as rare as they used to be. Like, the top five guys in the MVP race, it feels like, are all centers at this point. But having a guy that can just consistently get those midi pull-ups, get those a shot when you need it, those shot creators that are also solid on defense with John Mitchell, 
regressed a little bit on defense this season's a bit smaller and stuff. I know we positionally have Gary Trent Jr. and stuff, but if you are giving out that max money, you should probably go to a guy that can get you that bucket, right? Because that's the most valuable thing, especially during the most important moments, I I feel like. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. That's that's I mean, that's if you only have enough money to pay yeah. one guy. Right. But if you still have enough money, you're willing to go into the luxury tax. You have a guy like Siakam, Gary Trent Jr., Fred Van Vliet, and you can somehow payroll defensive guy. I think I'd rather bring in that defense than another scorer. And it's like you look at Phoenix, you look at Los Angeles when they're good, you look at who else? Denver, Utah, right? All of these teams, uh, Philadelphia. Right, their success is around having a good center. Now, there's as many cases to say Golden State, Dallas, even Memphis, too. They have Stephen Adams, but they're good without a proper yeah. center. So, I don't know. You can make, you could argue back and forth for today's Ben, but we're running long in this pod. Do you have anything else to say before we wrap this one up? As long as you have Scotty Barnes, you're going to win. That's just how it goes. Uh, I saw one, one that I wanted to. There's a start bench cut, Freddie, Scotty, Trent. Quick. Start. Start, 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 Scotty. Wow. Bench, because he can handle the ball. Wow. Bench, bench, Fred, because we, we could use some more scoring off the bench. And he's played in that role before. And and cut Gary, because he's our least consistently clutch guy. Even though he's most clutch by definition, we'd go to him the least in clutch time. Hot Gary, you're starting over all of those guys. Like like cooking Gary, you're you're starting over most of the players in the league. But I do I probably agree with Fred Van Vliet just probably the season. I know it's following a horrible game from him, but he's been an all star this season, just bucket getter. Probably got still give the benefit of the doubt to Fred Van Vliet, but a couple years, Scotty Barron's definitely gonna be that that starter in that list. Uh Wi Fi Hotspot saying what Raptors trade rumor has ever been true. It's one that's one of the ones I wanted to address. Riker. What? He asked, what Raptors trade rumor has ever been true? The Mark one, the Gasol. one. Well, that's one we got right. We hit a year early, and then we hit it again the year around. The one trade rumor, because we react to pretty well every trade rumor. That's like not, that, that's somewhat reported by a credible reporter and insider. We try to react to it and then obviously give it at live updates and stuff. The one trade rumor that you and I sort of said, <laughs> no chance. Why, 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 why? Was Mr. Kawhi Leonard. We said, no chance in heck. We said, it's more likely to get LaMarcus Aldridge than Kawhi Leonard. That's what we thought. We were. We made a video when Kawhi de- demanded a trade saying, yo, the Spurs might blow it up. Let's get LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> that, was, that was our take on the Kawhi Leonard deal. So that rumor was true. There's been a there's been a few. The Marcus Saul one was legit. The Sergi Baca one was a uh, was definitely legit as well. I, that was before we did the podcast, but I did that on Twitter. I got called out by Blake Murphy, said I was spreading fake news. I heard it from Brian Windhorse on a podcast, and then he ended up deleting his tweets and apologizing, meeting DMs on the old back when I used the Raptors Digest Twitter as a kiddo. But uh, there's there's lots of rumors. I wanted to sound off on that. Definitely check out the video if uh, you haven't already. Paul George rumor. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff. Bunch of bunch of stuff. But folks, you guys are the best to make it this far. Check out the Instagram, the Twitter, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Posted like three TikToks past day or so. Give that a little follow. Give that a little check out. Also check out Courtside Digest. Marcel, he's 
getting some takes, getting the fire cooking. Did my little MVP predictor in the over there uh, yesterday, so definitely check out those vids. Uh, check out the channel memberships, all that cool stuff. Riker, do you have any last words on the Raptors' massive W versus the Atlanta Hawks? I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I... Oh, you're playing. Come on, Ben. I didn't dream me I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke up, oh my god. Maybe I, oh, no. maybe I am too young, Riker. Maybe I am too young. I spent it on a necklace, Ben. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm too I'm old. Giving myself, I'm, I'm giving old. myself the golden kazoo. Throw me an Anderson <laughs> Pock line and I'll, I'll throw it. I'll jam uh, it to it. Sad. <laughs> <laughs>